Yo, yo, what is up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Awkward Throat Clear with Erin Chalupa? I just want to jump on real quick. I hate to do this because Aaron usually hits a home run with his intros, and I feel like I just ramble. So I just want to get on here real quick and say, if you've been checking out the Awkward Throat Clear and enjoying what you're hearing, please let Aaron know. Um, let him know via Instagram. You can find him at the Chalupa Cabra or on our Facebook page at Not After 30 Podcast. Uh, also, I just want to put it out there, if you felt like the last couple of weeks we've been doing a lot of sports-related things, it's because we have. Uh, we're just trying some new things out uh, and just seeing what kind of retention rates we're getting on certain topics. Uh, before in the past, we went pretty hard with some other topics and the relation-based stuff, which seemed to get some nice traction. But every time we do a sports one, the traction was actually a little bit better. So we want to go a little sports heavy, but the lifestyle stuff will return. Um, we're going to be joined by a couple of new faces and old voices uh, from the podcast. Anyways, I rambled for too long. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 22 of the Awkward Throat Clear with Aaron Chalupa. What's hip happen happen happening? Not after 30 lovers and Awkward Throat Clear side pieces. You know what I was trying to say. Yeah, so we got another podcast about to happen. Uh, you guys knew that. Uh, that's why you're listening to me right now. Anywho, I'm with the other two members of the Calgary Hack 2, uh, Kaylee and Gentry. Uh, they were on Tyler Redgun's crew, and we did the Tyler Redgun and Morgan Yanko show last time. So now we're just wrapping it all up. They gave me the backstory of their story and how they got to this position in their lives. We discuss future plans and what keeps them busy. And lucky enough, we get interrupted by a fire call at around the end of the podcast. So it all worked out in the end. Uh, this is episode 22 of the Awkward Throw Clear. I hope you guys all enjoy. And please listen, like, subscribe, and share. Share with your friends, you know, and tell everyone, hey, we got some cool firefighter guys in Canada we should listen to. Or the guy that likes to listen or talk about beer. Or travel all the time or talk about hockey i'm sure the hockey is getting very annoying for the international listeners so i apologize about that but you know you just i just love hockey so much anyway i'll quit rambling this is episode 22 enjoy guys <coughs> hello everyone and welcome to the the <coughs> the awkward throat clear now here's your host Aaron chalupa Apples. That was a pretty weak crunch, but we'll go with it. How's it going there, not on a 30? Oh, wait, let me think here. Not on a 30 podcast nation. Uh, not on nation as well. That's their nickname for them. Uh, this is Aaron Schlupa with the... Uh, man, I'm just not doing well. It's like I'm taking off and talking <laughs> to the radio. This is Aaron Schlupa with the Chupacabra uh, with the Awkward Throat Clear uh, sub-series. I'm here with Gentry. Yeah, your name tag is cut in half, so I don't even know what your last name yeah, is. Gentry Bebo. Bebo. And then we got Kay- Kaylee Wallace here. Uh, funny thing with Kaylee, I'm just going to jump right in there. Uh, she was working in Jasper the same time I was. I don't, th- we never met formally. I must have seen you around, but you are good friends with my buddy Cole Churchward, so that was something else. Yeah, a little connection. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are both uh, wildland firefighters. They're on the same crew as uh, Tyler Redgun and uh, Yanko there. Um, yeah, so I just figured I'd get the other two guys, and we talk a little bit more what's going on. So, the Gentry, two. 
more interesting ones, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because really interesting one. Kaylee, you're not even really part of this crew, are you? No, I'm not. I'm just on loan for this. Uh, She's a fill-in. This shift, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been funny getting to know these guys and hanging out with them, and then they're gonna lose me. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> they're gonna get a shitty rookie on their crew. <laughs> Bilake. 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 Yeah. And what do you do normally? Like you were with a. a, a Sorry, uh, a fire engine crew, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Engine 6-2 down in Calgary. And, yeah, it's my first year, so I really actually haven't spent much time on the engine at all because everybody was sort of mixed crews at the beginning. So mm-hmm. um, after this shift, I'll, I'll get going with those guys. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. So how was members course for you? It was good fun. Yeah? It was, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. I was uh, – go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask if Hattie Canyo was one of your uh, mentors there. Uh, No, not Hattie. No, I didn't have her. But we had some really good mentors. That's it? Um. And yeah, it was super fun. The like, I mean, the fitness in the morning was was rough, but it was mm-hmm. a good start to the day. And yeah, we had a blast. Got to know a lot of people there. It was cool. Right on, right on. And Gentry, you are. This is your third year. Third year. Yeah. Right on, right on. And uh, you did members with a few of my friends, right? Uh, Nelson, yeah. Nelson, yeah. Nelson. yeah. yeah. Oh, you forgot. You forgot about uh, Yanko. Forgot about Brett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got Tyler and Yanko just sitting on this too. They're trying to. Psych us out. Eavesdrop. <laughs> uh, so where are you from there, Gentry? Uh, originally born in Austin, Texas. Oh, lived yeah. there for a solid six months. There's only then, two uh, things from Texas, right? <laughs> 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 what? I, don't see, I don't see any horns on you. <laughs> you know what else? Down. I don't know this one. Oh, it's, it's from um, Full Metal Jacket. It's Queers and Steers. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, and the drill star- It's a great movie. You should check it out. It's uh, The, the uh, drill sergeant, he's just like... Texas, only two things come from Texas. Squares and stairs. You don't got any horns on you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going with uh, being uh, born in Austin, Texas. After that six months, moved up to Leduc, just near Edmonton there. Right on, right on. Horrible place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the, not the prettiest. Spent about nine years there, and then My finally uh, got to move down to the old cock in Alberta, just outside of Calgary, and... Uh, started living the life. So are your parents from Texas then, or what were they no, doing down there? No, parents are from uh, Edmonton. And they were just down there taking, uh, they were doing their nursing hours. Okay. Because they're both nurses, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, they just decided to have a kid down there and have dual citizenship, so. That's set for life. Awesome. So did you vote <laughs> in the last election? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Don't think I could. <laughs> right on, right on. And Kaylee, you actually uh, have a strong states connection as well. You're from New Hampshire, right? Yep. It was Concord? Merrimack. Merrimack. Merrimack, Sorry. Yep. Uh, yeah, I spent my whole life in the States until I moved to Canada about four years ago. Right on. I just had my dual citizenship, so. You have your dual yeah. citizenship? Yeah, yeah. How do you have that already? Because my mom's from Canada. Oh, that yeah. makes sense then. Where's so she I, from? She's from Edmonton. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so I have a bunch of family in Edmonton and in Jasper too, so. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. And your dad's from New Hampshire then? He's from New York. Oh, okay. Long Island. Long, Long Island. Long Island. Wow. Well, is that how they say it? <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, how they wow. talk, sort of. I, I haven't really spent too much time in New York. My my experience in New York was driving right through, and I almost got into a car accident, so I just wanted to keep nice. going. Well, yeah. they're crazy drivers. So <laughs> oh, my God, it's, it's insane. The, the horn is more used yeah. than uh, the signal lights, so, yeah. I my dad's... Like, oh, God, just get me to... <laughs> get, get me to freaking Savannah... Oh, sorry, where was it going? Yeah, I think I was going to Savannah, Georgia right okay. away. It's funny driving with my dad, like, if we're driving from New Hampshire to New York... New Hampshire drivers are pretty nice. Everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, pretty conscientious of other drivers. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to New York, like literally as soon as we cross the border into New York, my dad's 
like personality changes oh, no. and he gets really aggressive and he's yelling at everybody <laughs> and he's like and that's cutting the, people off and that's just and the state that's not even like new york city that's no, just like new york state. The state wow when we cross the border he's a whole different driver Fair enough. you have to be yeah no you can't definitely be a nice polite driver when everybody else is just you know I, I should say the same that my dad was kind of the same like I grew up in northern Alberta here and uh, when my dad gets in Edmonton it's the same kind of thing like I remember as a kid yeah. he's just like oh driving the country roads oh how nice beautiful day and then Edmonton's like get that fuck out of yeah. the way you <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that guy just cut me right off and they're like oh god yeah, I don't want to hear it um and another interesting thing you went to Penn State I did yep. what did you take I took geography there. Yeah. Actually, at first I started as electrical engineering and uh, pretty much day one, I was like, uh, no, I don't want to do this. Wow, okay. So <laughs> I, uh, I actually, what did I, I stayed electrical engineering. I took all the math classes mm -hmm. and stuff for that, but then I ended up taking a semester off. I pretty much called every department and was like, can you tell me what, like, can you tell me about your majors and stuff? And Basically, I made them convince me to go into their college, and uh, geography was the one that sold me the most. So, and so you did you did the geography at Penn State? Then? Yeah, I did geography. At wow, Penn State. right on. Yeah, Penn State's the a typical place that you would like expect, like you know, doctors or lawyers or engineers to go to. I think. Yeah, a lot of actually, they're like one of the biggest uh, majors there is like turf turf science. They're big into really like all the designing fields and stuff no or, kidding yeah that's a huge one there interesting it's like a, i don't know world renowned I so guess. they know their grass they know their grass <laughs> all sorts <laughs> right on. and where'd you go to for, uh, for school there gentry uh i haven't gone to university hey high yeah. five right on screw yeah. that Just, uh, <laughs> i actually did something else for that i went like right after high school jumped in the next fall to a mountain semester okay and it's pretty much just like a nice baseline course so i can like build up to be a mountain guide Nice. And that was like three months. And I think that was like a full of like 65 days mm -hmm. in the mountains. Lots of good times. Ice climbing, hiking, you know, climbing, backpacking, mm -hmm. anything you could really think of. Backcountry skiing. Wow, right on. in huts, going backcountry camping in minus 30. Decent. So it was one of your um, more focused uh, activities. Like what's your favorite? I'd probably have to say rock climbing, climbing yeah. yeah, and ice climbing. Whereabouts have you done some rock climbing and ice climbing? Uh, rock climbed from all the way from like kind of Calgary all the way to Squamish. All those like yeah, main, pretty much main just peaks like and stuff. Like everything that, yeah. along the way and a lot of skiing kind of throughout that those kind of ranges mm -hmm. as well and a lot of backcountry skiing and stuff. You know, powder hunter. Yeah, want to get those fresh lines. Powder so. hound, freshies chasing yeah. freshies. There's nothing like. Uh, Sending it down a fresh line and send it. <laughs> yeah, just cruising for sure, for sure, right on. Um, what are your, some of your uh, uh, dream uh, rock climbs? Dream rock climbs. Oh, Imagine Yosemite. Uh, yeah, Yosemite definitely. That's like number one on the list. And then there's also this. Uh, it's kind of like a mountain massive wall in mm. Mexico called El Patrillo Chico. And mm. actually, I had a nice friend name. who just went over there like this winter and he climbed this like gorgeous route like three four star route and he wants to go back this coming winter and i'm gonna have to go with him so it's like it's probably about a, like 20 hour round trip you know up yeah. and down so i'm kidding yeah i'm 100 100 for it and uh yeah wow it's not an easy climb no which no, makes it fun yeah. so 
or really push the limits. You have to keep go- keep up with the yoga too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I can take my yoga instructor this winter too. Oh so. wow! Yeah, there you go. You got all kinds of plans, don't you? Yeah, just as your many own. plans as I can. Just a little entrepreneur, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not in it for the money. Yeah. In it for the fun. There you go. How old are you? <laughs> 21. Oh, fuck, man. You got your whole life ahead of you. <laughs> How old are you, Kaylee? 27. There you go. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's around the age of, uh, you know, people that record on this podcast. It's funny because the name and I after 30, I don't want to bore the listeners because they've heard this a million times. It's um, a thing with the, the host, how you couldn't do things after the age of 30. So I'm still under the age of 30. Yeah. So he, the host was over 30, but a lot of the, the co-hosts were still under the age of 30. So I'm like, uh doesn't really fit like from our points of view you know so mm. whatever it is what it is uh kaylee you were a whitewater raft guide in jasper I how, was, how yeah. did you get into that like were you doing it in new hampshire first then you came <laughs> no. over no i don't I, think there's uh, <laughs> well, there's a bit of the appalachians in new hampshire i'd imagine yeah there's there's some good rivers yeah. there, but um i had only been rafting like twice in my life i think and it was out in jasper because mm. i had family there I guess that would be a common trip if you like went to Edmonton to go visit. You know, yeah. it was like when my Austrian relatives would come over to visit. We're like, ah, oh, Edmonton sucks. Let's go to yeah. the mountains. <laughs> sure, yeah, for sure. And and like having family, I have a cousin and her family in Jasper, so mm-hmm. it, would, it was an easy excuse to go visit visit them. So I went a couple times when I was uh, visiting them. But basically, after university, I was like really not loving any job prospects that yeah. I had. And it was actually my mom. She lived in Jasper for three years back Decent. in the day. Yeah. And uh, she was like, why don't you just go to Jasper and, and like, work there for a summer and then... Be a Jasper bum. Be, yeah, and Find figure out what you want to yeah. do. And I don't think she expected me to be there, end up being there for four <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was her idea, and I always... I always give her shit and say, mm. she, you know, obviously you started she's a mom. It. <laughs> and she wants me to come home, but I'm like, this was your idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was good fun. I was, uh, yeah, like I said, I only meant to go for a summer and ended up there for I think many people seasons. have said that so, in those oh, yeah. mountain towns. Yeah. Yeah. So you got on, um, so you, you got there. What was your first job? Did you go right into rafting? Or right into rafting. I had decent. the job before I went to Jasper. Oh, no um, way. I talked to my family there and uh they helped me out to find uh, sick job so i i was one of the one of the few people a lot of kids go to kids you know <laughs> kids like gentry <laughs> go to like uh outdoor adventure school yes. in, in ontario or whatever and yep. then go to jasper and do raft guiding and so they've all done it before and mm-hmm. i was was one of the one of the few people that had no idea what i was doing but <laughs> just like this yep. you know you get get the hang of it yeah it's uh, yeah, it was a blast. It was certainly meet some interesting people. Oh my god! Every yeah. day you're meeting, yeah. you know, I I would take eighteen different people down the river every day. And, yeah. Uh, wow, interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, of course. Um, and I imagine you have some interesting uh, after uh, after rafting parties as well. We do, yeah. We yeah. have some good <laughs> some good uh, booze cruises are definitely an enjoyable. I've been uh, on a few. Yeah. yeah, those are good times. Yeah, and just even every day, it's kind of like end of the day. You're washing stinky wetsuits, oh, and whatever, yeah. just drinking beers and shooting the shit. It's, yeah. Uh, Sounds like sounds like a good <laughs> time good to yeah. wrap all that crap up. <laughs> but then you turn 27 and then you're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be something more to this yeah. than washing stinky wetsuits. Um, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask after this here. Did you get any like uh, really tight pickle situations when you're rafting at all, um, or just on on your personal time with some yeah. buddies? We didn't. I didn't have too many 
crazy situations or whatever, mainly because the water's so cold mm-hmm. and it's so like such a low volume river that we really tried to not have stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, my friend uh, hit a canyon wall and mm-hmm. dumped all everybody out of the boat, <laughs> including himself. Oh, and, shit. But that wasn't even his fault. That was just a communication issue yeah. because it was a, a boat full of Czech people, I think. All those damn And Czechs. there was this really macho guy sitting at the front. He'd done the Zambezi River, and mm-hmm. he was like, he thought he knew everything. So uh, my friend Jordan, when he turned the boat to, to actually steer it away from the wall, um, he was calling for them to paddle forward, and the guy thought that, he, that Jordan was doing something wrong, so he went to correct him. So he started back paddling. Oh, shit. So every, nobody else in the boat spoke English. They were just following their buddy. Yeah. So they all followed, paddled backward, too, and paddled themselves right into the wall. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure your buddy was very happy when that all happened. Yeah. Well, luckily, they um, they had it on GoPro, so we, we asked for a copy of it for training yeah, purposes or whatever. Yeah, no kidding, so yeah. We're watching it after the trip, and and I'm like, they're all paddling backwards. Like, what's going on? Yeah. You can hear Jordan screaming forward, forward. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that was one of the hardest things to deal with on the river was, was communication barriers because mm. there were people, lots of Europeans, uh, people from India, China, yep. all over the yep. place that sometimes they didn't speak a lick of English. Yeah, and that could be the, probably the hardest part. Hand of, uh, motions don't always work. Mm. They can't even, you know, they're facing forward. So, mm. yeah, interesting tex- techniques for sure to it, deal with it that. It can be very tricky, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. And besides, like, the rafting part, do you do kayaking at all or...? Yeah, I got into I got into the whitewater kayaking um, through all my friends that had had done it previously. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, certainly not a pro yet, but <laughs> it's it's a, a good time. I always it was, I spent one winter. I would go to the pool in Jasper, mm-hmm. and learn how to roll in there because it's nice and warm and you're calm. A little playboat. Yeah, yeah. And the first first time I went on the river, I flipped immediately. Like I literally left the put in got into the current and the current flipped me over oh shit and i didn't even oh. try my roll it was just <laughs> so cold that great I was, roll yeah. Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> like, first so if you if you flip and you end up swimming like if you pull your skirt and you have to swim to shore you you owe a booty beer so i had to take one of my one of my river booties from my feet pour Ooh. a beer into it and drink oh beer dear out of that Ooh. so Nasty. That makes you not want to flip ever. That's kind of funny. The um, up here we have a thing called uh, a boot or a Dunlop boot. Yeah. So, uh, it, some guys will make a bet with each other in forestry, and or if if the rookie shaves off their mustache before um, everyone's certified, that's one of our things. We make the rookie grow a mustache uh, until all the rookies are certified. So it could take a long time. So if they shave their mustache. Uh, on uh, after hours and away from uh, camp, they'll have to chug a beer out of their leader's boot. Oof. Oh. oh. And usually, like, uh, they'll they'll make sure it's extra <laughs> worse. So they might go into like the pond or muskeg or whatever and walk around with it the whole day. So it could be pretty rough. So that sounds so much worse yeah, than is, yeah. Yeah. river boot. Yeah. No. It's a little bit of. Flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least it was like you know like fresh water, yeah. opposed to like you know stinky. Dunlop, yeah, muskeg, pine needles, and I'm just other stuff. Staring at Tyler's boot right now, imagining drinking a beer out of that. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Ugh. Stinky, stinky feet, that's for sure. I wouldn't drink a beer out of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys joined Forestry a little while ago. Um, you, well, Kaylee's and brand new. How do you like it so far, there, Gentry? 
Yeah, uh, your, your, your rookie year was uh, Edson District, right? No, Calgary. Calgary, right. Yeah, and then so you Calgary, went to Edson and then Calgary. Calgary had zero fires the whole year <laughs> and pretty much just learned how to man up. Yeah. And then was like pretty over it not near the end there. So I decided, well, I'll just go to Edson because it's kind of a little bit more north. And then I got a bunch of fires last year, went to BC, had a good time out there. Mm. And then I was like, all right, like I'm ready to just kind of chill out again and just go back to Calgary. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back here, and yeah, we're having a good time. Got a nice little export up here, and yeah, no, right off the bat too, eh? Enjoying it now. Have a little bit of experience that I can offer a crew. So, so you think about maybe doing the leader courses at some point? Yeah, if I get the chance, hundred yeah. percent. I there definitely want to be a leader. So, yeah. I think it'd be a pretty cool opportunity. Uh, I don't know if you'd be a good leader, man. <laughs> making making your crew like be vegetarian and do, do yoga. yoga. Oh my god, just gotta talk. be fit. Not even talk to them. You just have your headphones on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. And uh, Kaylee, like, is this something you? Like, I know this is very early for you so far, and this is this is just hell attack. You're not even getting to your engine crew yet, mm-hmm. but uh, you're liking it so far, I imagine. I am, yeah. It's um, definitely a change from Jasper life, as you know, moving. Oh from there, my God, always, yeah, it's a different world. Always <laughs> hard, yeah. And I was, you know, pretty comfortable with everything in Jasper. Mm-hmm. And, this is a whole new world for me, but so far I like it. I, you know, this crew's only okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I get it. Well, you guys are working out every night. It seems like you guys got good chemistry. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Kaylee keeps the atmosphere going. Keeps us amped up. Mm-hmm. And have you been liking your time up here in high level? Yeah, I really like it. Good experience, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. we've had four fires while we've been up here, and actually, it's funny, because um, I... I guess I had four fires already in in Calgary, and then four oh, wow. fires up here. So it's been actually a pretty busy start to yeah, the season. Yeah, you're me. certified already. Um, so it's been good. Lots of good experience, and every fire has been completely different. The very first one I went to was basically like a pile of charred cows in the mm-hmm. field, and then we had some pretty big ones up here. So it's been it's been really cool. Big fires, not big charred cows. Not big charred cows. <laughs> <laughs> no, less of those. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess they could be. Uh, it was actually pretty funny when we were on a uh, fire 54 yesterday. Uh, the guys had to put out some um, some hay piles in this farmer's field, and there were some big cows nearby. And I was like, all right, just just watch out for the cows. Like, what's the big crew concern right now? And everyone's like, the cows. And it's like, <laughs> yep, good. All right, don't 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 get hit by them. <laughs> get keep hit. keep a distance. Just say, just you know, bear awareness training. Whoa, cow. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, cow. Uh, no, we say it differently. Hey, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you get away from me. Get away. Yeah, too bad we didn't have Tyler there yesterday. He could be on uh, Cow Patrol with his ranch experience. There's definitely a different smell to um, field charred cow than, you know, like uh, charred field. medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. It One's a bit more pleasant than the other one, that's little, for sure. A little disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> that fleshy smell. So speaking of fleshy smell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you were telling me a little bit before, you got a pretty nasty scar on your elbow, yeah. on, your, on your right arm. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. How did that happen? So I was about, I think, grade nine. Grade nine? And oh, this is a while ago. Yeah, a long, long time ago. And I loved dirt biking. It's like one of my favorite things. Thank God. And I was ripping at the track. And funny story. The exact same thing happened to my buddy like weeks earlier, actually a month exactly like on the day earlier, we were riding at like Blackfoot in Calgary and there's like this long hill and then there's a like a total like 
180 turn at the top and there's a big berm and on the other side there's a huge drop like 60 foot drop and then there's like a fence and then a parking lot like for a jaguar dealership mm. oh. and so my buddy was ripping up the hill his throttle got stuck open and he kept going oh, shit. and he went over the berm at the top and he broke his like pelvis and his back and like a leg because no. he landed on one of the jaguars jesus christ and then yeah he was in the hospital for a long time and, and how did that work with the payment like did he have to pay the jaguar back or something no blackfoot like paid oh good because thank god apparently it, it had happened before that someone kind of flew over like their bike flew over okay this this trail is this, this place seems really bad <laughs> <It's pretty> dangerous <laughs> bad setup. Yeah. but then a month later on the like the same day the same thing happened to me like my throttle got stuck going up so i decided to jump off do you guys have the same bike no no different okay bike. i was gonna say maybe this is a problem with this bike too it, it gets even crazier so like i jump off and the bike lands on top of me and my arm gets stuck in the back tire. Mm -hmm. So my dirt bike's doing a burnout on my arm. And then I'm just laying there for about 10 minutes before anyone like sees me. And they're like, holy shit, like what happened? And I'm just like walking, like I felt like my arm was broken and showed up to the hospital and got everything cleaned out with some wool and steel wool or whatever. And steel wool. Steel wool. <laughs> that was horrible. And then they actually found out later on I had burnt through my ulnar nerve, like your funny bone nerve. Yeah. So like, imagine if you hit your like funny bone really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had that little tingle. Yeah. That's what my hand feels like all the time. Whoa. Like right now. Yeah. That's terrible. But I've terrible. gotten so used to it. That oh, I just like, there's no God. feeling. That sounds like the worst fucking thing ever. Yeah, yeah it's weird. <laughs> it so it even time. happens when like you're, you're like climbing and stuff too, or? Yeah, so like these, like your, it goes to your pinky and your yeah. finger. So it's pretty much like there's no feeling really. Wow. Like a sensation. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you, that's I just why faked. I just faked. Smash it with my hand, there, guys. And then the, <laughs> even a funnier story. But a couple weeks later. Oh, here you're going for your. You're adjusting your pants. <laughs> I was like, you can keep your pants on. I don't so want to. Funny story. There's kind of three of us that like kind of would ride together. A buddy who broke his back. Then there's me and then another buddy that was riding the same track in the same spot, and his throttle got stuck in the same exact spot. But he just turned his bike off. Oh, that's decent. So it went from pretty bad to not bad at all. Three different people, and I'm not even kidding. Real uh, stories. Sounds like one was smarter than the rest. <laughs> yeah, no kidding there. What did your mom think? Uh, well, she's a nurse, so she wasn't really too, like, you know, phased. She's like, oh, like, you'll be all right. Took oh, that damn hospital. kid. <laughs> she was actually working we'll fix in the recovery room the day that I had surgery. So oh, perfect. I was waking up to my mom. <laughs> giving me drugs so nice yeah your mom's your pusher yeah <laughs> got the morphine no mom i'm done <laughs> i told you i'm off of it yeah it was a it was a pretty good time Fair it sounds enough. like one of those would you rather like would you rather have your hand tingle for the rest of your life <laughs> oh yeah no kidding yeah that's a good one oh, no honestly like i hate that feeling and i couldn't even imagine like having that the whole yeah, time it's not a good feeling you no. eventually get like kind of used to it so it feels like it's not really there but then, like, sometimes, like, you'll, like, I don't know, jam your finger in a door and it, like, won't hurt that much. And you'll be like, fuck, like, it's bleeding and, like, the nails are purple. <laughs> it's like, fuck, like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, this just sounds like an old man injury where, like, you have your knee and it's just like, oh, yeah, it just clicks all the time. And there's always this dull ache and everything. Oh, you should get looked after. No. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> I was, I have this scar on my hand um, from a 
from a mirror incident, but oh uh, shit, bad luck. Seven years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you past it now? I've I've moved on. Okay, good. I was gonna be long, worried for the rest of the crew here. Long past <laughs> it, but when I was going to physical therapy, I ended up stopping the physical therapy because um, like the motion and stuff was back. They just wanted to do more stuff for the scar, mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't know, I was fifteen or whatever. And, I was like, no, I want the scar. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm leaving. My mom was so mad at me, but I kept it. <laughs> I've got a few as well. I got one on my forehead. I got that from my uh, my brother Mike. Him and I were playing baseball, and I was the back catcher. I was a little bit too close, and he just cracked me in the head with the oh, baseball on, no. on the backswing. Yeah, and I got five oh, stitches God. there. So, yeah. yeah. It was so funny when I was a kid. My mom used to give me, like, a comb to the side so it would cover up the scar. Oh, Yeah, whenever, nice. like, whenever I went to go, like, hang out with, like, my friends or something like that or like went to a birthday party she always like cover it up because I think she was afraid that I'd get made fun of. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I just don't up to it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's like Frankenstein. And then when Harry, Harry Potter, Potter came yeah. and Harry Potter came out a few years later, it was always like that was the big thing. It's like, oh yeah, Harry Potter. I'm cool now. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm way bigger than him. <laughs> Mom was like, you should, have, you should audition to be Harry Potter. I'm like, yeah, this giant Canadian kid. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> It's like having have this one kid like pick on me and it's just like, oh yeah, that just doesn't seem real. <laughs> no, no. So you guys are coming up to days off here. What do you have planned? Are you going to be dirt biking? Climbing? Uh, no dirt biking. I just dirt bike on days on in the evenings. Oh, there you go. So I'm going to get a lot of climbing in, hopefully with some girls. Oh man. Yeah, have a good time. Uh, pick just out the, play the mountain bike and... Hopefully not break any bones or anything. Yeah, yeah, no should kidding. Be all right. I think we had one guy that uh, what was he doing? Was he snowboarding? I can't remember. But one year he uh, he was coming back, but then he heard like he, he dislocated his knee, so he wasn't able to come back to Hell Attack. Oh no! For that year, yeah. And then I feel like we that'll, had, that'll happen to me if I we had another guy who was dirt biking last year and he broke his leg. Oh. And he was lined up to do hack, but he screwed, like, you know broke his leg obviously, so he couldn't do it. Doctor said, you know, stay off it, stay off it. He was really pushing to come back. You know, he's like, oh, you know, like I should be able to do the fitness test. And I'm like, oh man, like a broken leg. And like, you're letting a heel for six weeks and you're going to jump back into hack? I don't know. But now he's got a range. <laughs> because he, he wasn't able to do it, just jumps into a range of position and gets it. Because it's more office work, right? Yeah. So yeah, he just jumped right into that. So I, I guess it kind of worked out all right. He met a local girl and they're living together right next to the, the office. So it's not wow. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of blessing in disguise. Gentry did that this year. Broke yeah. his leg before seasoned. Well, I actually, like, I started work March 1st. Mm -hmm. Worked March 1st, March 2nd. Went skiing on March 3rd. Broke my leg. Oh, so I'd already done the fit test. And oh, I thankfully. just kind of waited. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, if you're clear from the doctor, you can just come back. You don't have to do the fit test. And I was like, all right. Like, this you, did, is you, did, you did the fit, fit test already that year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no yeah, problem so at all. And I was fine after. Fair enough. And there we go. And how's the leg doing now? It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> that was so bad. Can't run yet, but I <laughs> haven't tried. The burpees every day, though. No, so. so I can chase him pretty easily if he pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. I'll just right. be hopping on one leg. <laughs> oh, awkward silence now. Yeah, there's always that awkward silence. Yeah. yeah. But isn't that the best part? It. What do you got planned for? <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> what do you have planned for days off coming up here, Kaylee? Um, hopefully to go kayaking. Uh, back up Jasper or maybe um, uh, the boat? I, I want to check out, yeah, like the Bragg Creek area. Where yeah. I'll yeah. be in the elbow for the summer. So mm -hmm. I'd like to check out, yeah, Kananaskis area. Country. And mm -hmm. Try some kayaking around there, maybe some hiking and stuff. I just bought a new mountain bike too, so mm -hmm. I want to get that uh, road or uh, 
dirt tested, I guess. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. You got plan now. Yeah. Out for a rip area. Gentry's supposed yeah. to take me climbing, but yeah, not well, like one of his other no, girls. No, no, no. <laughs> I, just, no I was going to say, man. Oh. <laughs> we'll you, have a real climbing session. Yeah. <laughs> and you're single, eh? You're yes. just rocking the S card there. I am, right yep. on. That's the way yeah. to do it. <laughs> that is, uh, just, makes it easy. Well, to you just got to worry about job. yourself, and yeah, you yeah. know, well, you get to do what you want to do on the days off. Totally. Yeah, you don't have feelings, you know, for anyone else. Like strong feelings where you have to go see them all the time, you know? Yeah. Do you, <laughs> you just have feelings for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds that way. Everybody, you know? You okay, girls, everyone. let's all go climbing together. We'll do some <laughs> yoga together on top. Let me help you with that move. <laughs> that position. You just got to show them the love, you know? Yeah, exactly. Isn't there that, um, there's, a, there's a weird new documentary on Netflix where they, uh, there was like kind of that guru guy that everyone was following. I forget what it's called right now. I do this all the time. And yeah, it was kind of weird. It was in Oregon, I think. On Netflix? Yeah. I'll check it out later and show That's you weird. guys. Gentry's seen everything on Netflix, so yeah. surprised I'm he doesn't surprised know this, Yeah, uh, there's, there's this big there. cult thing going on, and like they're all following him around, and like all the women are just loving him and everything. It was one of those weird 60s, 60s cult things. Oh, and like wow. the FBI was monitoring them too. It's really weird. Oh, I gotta find that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the. Creepy murder ones too. And oh yeah, those yeah. are the best ones. Oh yeah. We just watched. <laughs> we both just watched. Evil Genius. Evil Genius is good. Oh yeah. And if you haven't seen it, Mind Hunter, hands down, best like murder mystery kind of show. Oh ever. yeah. Who's in that one? Uh, I don't actually know any of the names of any actors. But <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly based on like, I think it's a true story, but it's pretty much just like two kind of FBI agents who go around the states and like they interview like psychotic killers mm -hmm. to like find out like their drive and it's yep. like super intriguing interesting yeah, i really like it we had a guy his name was jamie dahmer and his <laughs> dad's cousin or dad's i don't know there's it was like three degrees of separation or something like that like like you know cousin's uncle or something like that to jeffrey dahmer uncle jeffrey hey. yeah really? something like that Jeez. Yeah, we're, we're all kind of creeped out. He was, uh, Jamie was a really nice guy. He definitely wasn't a, a murderer, that's for sure. Or maybe that was just like... <laughs> so you what think. He, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's just what he put off, so like yeah. we, we just didn't uh, suspect him. Exactly. I haven't seen or heard from him in a long time. He did... Uh, Anyone else you haven't seen or heard from? <laughs> that new Jamie? <laughs> well, that's just Jamie I haven't seen or heard from in a long time. Um, yeah, he was doing um, Pair Attack in BC for a year what? or two, I think, yeah. That's a dream. He was able to do it. I don't know. How do you get on doing that? I don't know. Like honestly, I think that repels a little bit more. Uh, it makes more sense because yeah, pair attack. Pair attack. You get a lot of jumps. You do get a lot of jumps. That's for sure. Um, you can write down a lot of jumps. In so your log. I guess you could do that for. Are you aiming for skydiving? I already have my license. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, I nice. kind of want to get into pair attack when I have enough years and hack. Oh, there you go. I, it just seems like it's much more strategic for Rappel to like be dropped off at that exact location oh, with definitely. their gear and everything, and then pair attack. You like you throw your gear. And then you throw yourself, you gotta find your gear, and you gotta find everyone else. So it's yeah, definitely, I, I find it, is it, you know? it, it in the sense of, it just seems like you have so much work to do. So I understand <laughs> why, like, you know, pair attack is hardcore. Like, oh, like, geez, gentry landed two miles away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like, oh, this is like World War II all over again with Band of Brothers. <laughs> like, all right, where is everybody? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Thunder. Pretty Flash. fucking cool, though. Oh, yeah, no, totutely. Like, I could give the yeah, utmost respect for any kind of firefighter, but it's just like, just for efficiency's sake, for time and energy, it's just repel seems so much better. 
uh, for that in in that argument. Oh, definitely. But like I understand with pair attack, is you can like jump from higher elevations and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it can be really tricky for rappel to land and well, like, like super elevations. remote like locations. Exactly. Like, northern BC, there's nothing up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're based. So. Well, that, with, with that, like, that's why Rappel is so handy for us to use as, like, a helipad cutter, mm. you know, because yeah, we can't land somewhere, and we just drop them down with that rope, and it's like, all right, cut us a pad there, bud. Exactly. Yeah, let's get going. Oh, man, I'm going to have to pause this. We're going to have to stop and, like, talk about more things. Like, yeah, might as well. Make a better plan. <laughs> all right, we're back. <laughs> Obviously, we're back, you know, it's like, you guys... Didn't hear it at all, but we were talking around for like 10 minutes, trying to figure out more things to talk about. And we got a great story. Kaylee apparently has an unofficial record for most grapes caught at a distance of what? 15 feet. 15 feet from one another? Right for, on. Uh, in, a, in three minutes. So I got 118 in three minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we were talking about whether I spit or... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I, 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 asked, I asked the question because this is like, all right, well, you catch the grape in your mouth, so do you just like chew on it and then swallow like as quick as you can to catch the next grape or do you just spit it out and then <laughs> it was like very reluctant it's like yeah i i, I, I spit um, spitter. I spitter. <laughs> yes so. i mean at first i i went for the chewing method but then like it, it as you go faster and faster and like take it away your concentration no yeah and yeah. it's you start to catch them and then they pop out because you have 10 <laughs> other grapes in your mouth so, uh i started yeah i started um just I would like lay a plastic bag down on the ground and just spit all my grapes onto onto that bag. And you just eat them later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Collect them in a bowl. <laughs> Super wasteful. Make those, a wine out of it. <laughs> yeah, one of those grape salads. But it was an unofficial uh, record. It was not an official record. My mm. goal was to. There's like a, um, well, it's called Grape Fest, and it's in Grapeville, Texas, which my is goodness. a real place. I yeah. looked it up and. Um, like you could challenge the world record there so i was this was my plan was i was going to go to grape fest and so i decided i came up with a stage name i was going to be the convicted grapist but gentry told me that's like there's like this youtube it's like a fake commercial or yeah whatever. yeah yeah i'm the grapist i'm gonna it. tie it to the radiator and yeah. 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 so my name's been stolen so i'm gonna have to come up with something else but i don't know something I about think. spitting yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think these man up days, I I uh, will be able to get some practice in. Again. Definitely, definitely. That, that's a goal. Yeah, we got free grapes here. And challenge the record again. Yep, uh, that'd be a good thing too. Like a big public publicity, you know, uh, local wildland firefighter, you know, beats record. Yeah. And you know, if you need to go down to Ch- Texas, Gentry could drive you in his nice van. Yeah, there we go. And he was born in Texas, so he can get me in. He, he, he knows how to talk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, hear, I hear the border in, uh, in Texas is it's really tough tight. to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, no. Yeah, surrounded by, you know, like Arizona and New Mexico. It's really just tough to get in there. I imagine maybe. They got, they got a wall, like, separating themselves from the rest of the states. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I have you going with that, and you're yeah. from the fucking state. I've never been to Texas. What? He was hook, line, Consciously. and finger on that. <laughs> I was six months old, so you never gone back at all. No. Wow. My parents said it wasn't really that great of a place. Oh. Like I've been to California, Everyone in Texas Hawaii, be, Florida. Pissed. Yeah. Do you have any Texas <laughs> listeners? I think we have a few, maybe. I don't know. We got some rock climbing in Texas, though. That I kind of want to check out. Oh, some big boulders and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'll take a trip down there in the van. If you guys didn't know already, I bought a van, made it myself. <laughs> and then we're getting fucked over right now. <laughs> 
We're being interrupted. Oh, they're gonna have to do a workout. We're gonna have to pause it. We're gonna pause it again. Most pauses in a pod. So yeah, that was a good little pause. We had to uh, do some workout. These guys have their own little challenge. They listen to Bring Sally Up. So you kind of go into pendulum motion with Bring Sally Up, and you hold, and Bring Sally Down, and then you relax, somewhat relax. And uh, yeah, they asked me to join. It was, it was leg raises. Good I almost fun. did it. I almost did the whole thing. I asked Tyler what the time was left, and he said two minutes, so I just quit. And there's like 30 seconds left, and I was like, ah, damn it. And I beat <laughs> all of them except Gentry. <laughs> The yoga man. So, your van. Oh yes. So last year, around April-ish, I guess my minivan broke and... What kind of van did you have? Uh, Honda Odyssey. That's what I had. Nice. 2000. Best, best van you can buy. 2002. Honestly. You can fit a dirt bike in it. Like you can bring girls in there. Like what you else can. You need. Yep. But that broke. Like something was wrong with it. So I sold it to some guy for more money than I should have. But. And uh, yeah, now this is, I got a uh, Ford. Uh, Windstar? It's a, no. <laughs> it's a Transit, so like a T-150, like a half-ton mm. version of a van. Mm. This is probably vehicle number 11 for me. Mm. Had tons. Used to flip them, you know, for money. Swap. Oh, I Swap see. Out, start with a shitty car and end up with a not bad one. Yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. Yeah, so I got this van and plan was, you know, Paint the inside, insulate, and vapor barrier, throw up some walls. I got I got a solar panel, solar system, like solar generator inside. Got, you know, memory foam in the mattress. Decent. Tons of storage. Got a dirt bike rack for the back, bike rack, and got a little, you know, roof vent in the, yeah, solid. In the solid. top there. So True camper van kind of style. Yeah, so you can pretty much pull up anywhere, take yep. a nap. It's perfect for climbing. An apartment on wheels. Yeah. Yes, and, sir. You know, Chicks dig it. <laughs> we had a we had a guy Scott McKenzie. He had his own little uh, Westphalia, and he oh, did a lot way. of a lot of mods to it as well. It was fucking sweet. A good lift. Uh, I don't think you put a lift on it, but it had a good clearance at the bottom, mm -hmm. so you could like cross some like small creeks and stuff like that. That's sweet. Yeah, I know he loved that thing. Uh, there's a good story, but I'll have to tell you guys after about like <laughs> some some controversy within the within the office in the camp about <laughs> that, about the van. But uh, yeah, no, like I've I've always liked the idea of like buying a nice van, like like what you're mm. saying, or my buddy Scott, and just driving around. What I had a good plan with my buddy uh, Knox, he's a tattoo artist in Windsor now. Uh, him and I were going to buy a van and just tour around North America and mm. like check out different spots and like sell, like pitch this idea to Netflix, kind of like Departures, but like Canada, North America kind of thing, okay. and go to the places that people go to, but they're not so popular. Mm. So like you know. Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, like, you know, uh, Vancouver festivals and um, Stampede, like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go, like, these other places, like Paddlefest in Fort Smith, Northwest Territories, mm -hmm. and, like, Grossmore National Park in Newfoundland, like, all these other spots, because he's a very big outdoorsman as well, and we're just going to, like, film and then pitch right the idea. That was an idea. That was another one of my crazy, wild, like, off-the-radar off the ideas. <laughs> But it didn't really go Definitely that well. Definitely would be pretty fun. Oh man, it'd be a great time. Van great time. Life is, Buy a couple dogs. Just hang out with these dogs all the time. It'd oh yeah, wonderful. Now that now you know, it could work out too because, you know, I could talk to breweries so much about like, you know, oh how do you make this? How do you make that? Kind of like the boost traveler that we're just walking mm -hmm. the other day, and then he could do some tattoos for everyone, for gas money. Nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you came along, we could just prostitute you out, I guess. <laughs> I was camping with my friend in New Zealand. We were kind of driving around and. Uh, camping out of her car and 
I really badly needed a haircut, so I was like, oh. you should uh, cut my hair. And then I was like, we could turn this into a business. So at the campground we were at, I put up, I got like, I don't know, a piece of cardboard or something, and I wrote haircuts, $5. And uh, I was trying to get her to uh, to make us some money by giving people haircuts, but no nobody came. <laughs> Fair enough. I thought it was a $5 haircut. Like haircut. I'm not sure who would if I don't hair cut, I'm not sure who did I go in with that idea. <laughs> yeah, but when you're camping, like, you don't even care. You just, you just need just a little buzz, bit chopped buzz off. Yeah. Well, it might be a bit more uh, difficult with a woman, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the the technique of cutting a woman's hair is much different than cutting a guy's hair in a lot of uh, situations. Yeah, just yeah. trim it off versus actually having to put effort in. Yeah. <laughs> I got to worry about bangs now and all that shit and layers and everything. Oh, God damn. Oh. Speaking of cars, my last car was a 1993 uh, Toyota 4Runner. Oh, oh, beautiful. It was a beauty. His name was Bruce. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, pre there was pretty much rust all the way around <laughs> the car on the bottom. Um, and yeah, I was kind of thought that the engine would keep on going, but mm -hmm. the bottom of the truck would fall off at some point. Oh, God. Bought it for 500 bucks. It lasted me four years in Jasper, and I even drove to uh, to Montana, to Glacier National Park no in Montana. No kidding. Wow. A couple well hills were rough, like the ice field. <laughs> I, was, I was going like 20 kilometers an no hour kidding. up that, but we made it. I can see that, yeah. My uh, my very first vehicle that I owned myself uh, was actually in Australia, and Ooh. it was a Holden Commodore. It was a 1992, wow. and it was executive, uh, what was it, VP, I think? It was a sedan, and holy man, we could fit everything in there. I, nice. So what I'd do is I'd shout out to the hostels en route that I was going to, because I was going all the way around from Melbourne back to Melbourne, and uh, I would just let them know what's, uh, you know, I am coming here, you know, if anybody was looking for a ride to these spots, they can jump in, and, you know, like, I'll drop you guys off anywhere along these routes. And, you know, as long as you pitch it, pitch it with gas, and if you want to do that with food too, like whatever. And we were able to fit, I was able to fit three people, and then the, the entire trunk of the car could get filled up with, like, we had, we had a, it, um, I was going to say esky, but <laughs> we call it a, you know, a cooler. Oh, okay. And then uh, all our suitcases and stuff too. And it, was, nice. it worked out really, right really on. well. And, oh man, it was wicked. I named him Ned, because it's, uh, you know, Ned Kelly, Australian outlaw, kind of like Billy the Kid over there. Mm-hmm. And then when I had my first vehicle here, it was also a Honda Odyssey minivan. Oh, right on. And that was Florence. Florence. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. After Florence and the machine. No, she awesome. was she was wicked, man. Like it's such so great on gas. Yeah. Now I have, so much fun. Now I have a Chevy Traverse, and it's just a pig on fuel, and I, I miss the the Odyssey so much. But I sold mine to the, the fire department in high level. Oh really? Yeah. To practice. Yeah. Nice. And she's gone. Damn. She gone. Did you get to watch at least? Uh, I wasn't present. Um, I'm pretty sure they probably took a video yeah. and they're just like waiting for me to like, yeah, I want to see it. I don't know. I don't want it. <laughs> I got a text the other day from one of my friends saying she saw Bruce broken down on the side of the highway. And oh no. Pretty disappointed about that. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, Poor guy. Yeah. See, that's what I was worried about if I sold my vehicle to someone like up here or something like that. Like there's a, you know, it's very far. A few and far between for communities, like, you know, it's a long trek, too. So I was yeah. really, you know, nervous if I sold it to somebody. It was, it was quite old, and if it broke down, I'd feel pretty guilty mm. about that. Um, and also, I wouldn't want to sell it, and I just see that it just got treated like shit. Yeah. Either. So I'm like, yeah. might as well just put her down. Yeah, I'm hoping the new owner of Bruce is taking care of him. But uh, 
<laughs> I wanted to be buried in that thing. I loved that car. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Does the Viking funeral just push you off down a hill? Yes, exactly. On fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the way to go. Uh, it's, it's the only way to go. Do you have any uh, big, uh, uh, what do I want to say, any big road trips planned there, Gentry, with this van? Uh, Driving out of Mexico? Not at the moment, because I don't really know what the plan for the summer is. I'm trying to get into fire services training. Oh, man. So I have a fitness test in June. You gotta, so gotta go you're pretty fat right now. I gotta, yeah, gotta get huge. into that. Yeah, I got six big bubbers of fat on my belly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you should uh, drive it to Mexico for your climbing thing. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. But With all the senoritas. It'd be uh, a lot of money to get down there when you could just fly for like way less money. And I'm a dirt bag when it comes to winter, so <laughs> I don't spend any money. If there's free food somewhere, I'll be there. <laughs> just pushing out the actual people that like need the yeah. food. You're like, get out of here. Gentry's there's a lot of churches that always offer like free dinners and stuff, and mm -hmm. just trying to hit up everyone. Nice. Praise Jesus. Bring a whole bunch this is uh, this is the temple. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Give me food. Give me the food. Yeah, I just got my. Uh, well, I'm supposed to be getting my U.S. passport in the mail, so it'll be uh. Oh, there you go. Pretty nice, you know, traveling through the States, and I'm definitely going to go to Squamish on some days off and climb there a bunch, do some mountain biking, maybe Sick. bring the dirt bike out there. I think got some friends on the island, too. I kind of want to go visit. Never been to the island before, so. It's beautiful out there. I go there. I heard it's probably gorgeous. Like, I try to go there, like, once every three years or so. Once every three I years. I got an uncle and aunt that live out there. They try to get me to come out all the time in the summer because they have a boat. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be pretty sweet to go with that. But that would be dreamy. No, and I got a lot of friends in Victoria, too. It's a, it's a sweet place. Beer's really good there. Lots of stuff to do. Really good place to just go and be a bum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of the dream. So yeah. I don't want to do anything too serious right now. What are your plans for the off-season there, Kaylee? Couldn't tell you. No? I take it, uh, <laughs> take it one season at a time, usually. There you go, yeah. 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 I, uh, I'll decide probably come August, September, mm. what I'm going to do. I was thinking about going back to the States. Mm -hmm. I, I never, never know. Usually winter as well, though. I'm pretty, pretty bummy. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily go to churches and, and, <laughs> and steal the needy's food. But, yeah. uh, hey, they do it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you got to go to Jasper because you have all your contacts there. They yeah. might give you like, a half off on, yeah. the, on the meals when you go to Earl's or Brew Pub or DS or something like that. My cousin and Jasper is pretty nice about feeding me every once in a Who's while. Who's your cousin there? Uh, Krista Bartiokis. I know of her. I've never met her. Her husband, think. John, owns the rafting company that I worked for. Oh, okay. So yeah, I know. I, that I, makes I, sense. I know of them. I just never, like, formally met them. Yeah. If you said, oh, yeah, Chalupa, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the beer guy. Yeah, the beer guy. Not John the Brewer. Right. John, John the so-called Brewer. He never brewed. There's a new brewer there. There are two new brewers there. Yeah. There's Jeremy Johnson, and there's... Yeah. JJ. Yeah, well, we, we already have a J JJ as well. Oh, really? Well, no, wait. Yeah, we got, um, oh, man. What is his real name? I just call him JJ all the time. Yeah, because we have JJ and then JJ. But Jeremy Johnson, we just call him. Oh, fuck. I, I wasn't really around to like, get on his nickname, but, uh, yeah. Jordan. It was Jordan Johnson, and there's Jeremy Johnson. They weren't related to each other. But, yeah. The Johnsons. And then there's also Spike. Spike. Spike Baker. He's a cool dude. Is his name actually Spike? No. What is his real name? I can't remember his real name right now, but everyone just calls him Spike. Him. He's a really good dude. He used to brew at Yellowhead Brewery in, uh, in Edmonton. And then uh, he's really big into road biking. 
Oh, and I've, oh. I've got my cyclocross bike that can also be road. And then one of our brewery, our brewery ops manager, Phil, he's really big into road biking. So our, we were coming up with an idea that we'd bike from Jasper to Banff to Calgary. Oh, hit, hit up three of the four brew pubs in our company. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And like, we'll carry a growler and, you know, mm-hmm. carry the growler all the way from Jasper to Calgary. I'm like, we rode it with this, you know. <laughs> That's sweet. But, yeah, it never came up. And it's just like, man, that would have been one hell of a ride uh, across the parkway. Yeah. Awesome. A lot of up and downhill and all that kind of shit. But, Definitely. holy man, that would have been something else. They're supposed to be putting that bike path in. Really? What? From Jasper to, I think they only approved it to the ice fields for now, but they oh, wow. were, the plan was to do it like Jasper to Banff. That'd be unreal. Um, That'd be really Well, cool. even if you were able to get it to, you know, to Lake Louise, like the yeah. turnoff onto the Transcan, sure, yeah. you could bike on the shoulder, no problem. Yeah. And like, well, it's just so, there's so many tour buses and stuff. Oh and God, it's even terrible. Like yeah. driving the rafting bus, it was terrifying when you, when there were bikes on the road. Cause yeah. It was, yeah, there's just get crazy, off the road. crazy drivers out there. So. Yeah, no, it's just a terrible parkway. Sorry, the, it's a terrible road to drive on in the summertime yeah. just for how busy it is and how slow the RVs are because that's a real hazard is if they go so slow, you're forcing people to take dangerous, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. overpasses there. So And bear jams and everything, like all the wildlife mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. people drive like no. idiots. Bike path would be sweet. Yeah, I biked from Jasper to Valemount nice. uh, one day. Oh, one day. Oh. Yeah, four hours. It was pretty sweet. Great, great ride, but uh, yeah, I think you guys are getting called. I think you I might think be getting, getting called. called. Oh, okay. I think that's well, true. I'm gonna. Hey again, there, not after thirty podcast listeners. This is Aaron Schlup with the Chupacabra. Um, just continuing from where we last uh, left off. Um, what seemed to you to be seconds was actually many, many, many hours. Um, yeah, I got called out to a fire uh, in a place called Fox Lake. Uh, it ended up being two different fires, one after the other, and yeah, and then Tyler, Yanko, Kaylee, and Gentry got called out to a fire as well. Just a dispatch. It turned out to be nothing really, um, but yeah, no, that was a that's the job. Get called out to a fire and don't really know what's gonna happen, or you just get called out or whatever at any at any moment. So. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully you guys found it entertaining. And yeah, we had a really fun time recording it. Sorry we had to pause it a couple times there and just try to recollect ourselves. Uh, it was just so natural and fluid with uh, Yanko and Tyler that I figured that I didn't really need to go into um, the last recording with any any notes at all. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, think, I think it was good and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, we got some more guys coming in. Uh, good friend Noah Stevens is going to be base changing to Fort Pavilion tomorrow. Maybe we can catch up with him and have a good chat and say what what what, uh, what has happened to him over the offseason. He's all done school at uh, uh, Carleton and yeah, maybe see what uh, what's in store for the next offseason and how he's like in the summer as a second year. Alright, well thanks a lot guys. Hope you have a, a really good rest of your summer and tune in next time. Cheers.